Welcome, everyone, to the Mile High Champions League Weekly Podcast. We are back. I am your host, the Commission. With me, as always, are two men who believe the pinnacle of William Shakespeare's work is the Christmas classic, Die Hard. Big Nolski and the Griff Man, how are you guys tonight? I have machine gun, ho, 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 before Ben can take that. <laughs> I hate fantasy football. <laughs> Why, Ben? That's Why fair. Do you hate fantasy? Fair. We'll make that clear. <laughs> okay, fair point, fair point. Well, gentlemen, thank you, as always, for joining me tonight. Since we are in the playoffs, we have none of the traditional fare of MVT MVP. So we're going to dive right ahead into the not shit head of the week. Noel, go ahead and explain what you're talking about. Okay, so here, um, I couldn't really find a shit of the week. I also wasn't really actively looking, but I went on to YouTube the other night, and it was an NFL Films little snippet on former Cleveland Browns line coach, who you all might remember if you watched the 2018 uh, hard Knocks preseason with the Cleveland Browns. It's Coach Bob Wiley, who has, unbeknownst to me, been in the NFL for 20-plus years. Um, he's mostly known for being incredibly large and <laughs> has a uh, walrus-like mustache, saying things like they didn't really do calisthenics during World War II, which is why they won, and uh, <laughs> becoming a viral sensation for the way that his gut jiggled when he said, Set hut! Uh, and it's just... <laughs> The video that I watched is he's he's so he's, he's humble. He thinks it's all very funny. He hosts a, a kind of like a coaching forum every summer for coaches from everywhere to come and just kind of learn how to like and teach each other how to coach better for the offensive line. It's just kind of a cool video that I liked, and also just it's like, hey, this guy's kind of funny, and he's taking it all in jest. So that's the non shithead of the week for me. So we're going to be able to make fun of themselves. True. Indeed. And just enjoy Indeed. people enjoying them. We are them. great at it. <laughs> That's true. Our podcast should just be called the self-deprecating hour or hour and a half, depending on how stupid we get. But that's good. I really appreciate that one, Noel. It's not exactly a, your your normal fare, and I actually like that. I think it's very good. So thank you very much for, for finding that. Very cool. I hate it. Um, well, <laughs> okay. Thank you for your honest opinion, Benjamin. <laughs> as always. Um, let's move on to the... What do we have next? We have This Day in NFL History, Ben's favorite segment. This one's old. This one's almost 30 years old. I hate um, it. December, I know you do, Benjamin, but we love you, so I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> December 5th, 1982, the Cowboys beat the Washington Redskins, I can assume, because, you know, racism. 24-10 to 10 at RFK Stadium for the club and Tom Landry's 200th regular season victory. So way to go, Tom. You are a Landry. Okay, now we're going to go into <laughs> Dylan McDermott versus Dermot Mulroney. And now, since we're in Christmas time, we're going to do a Christmas one. And I have two oh, lined shit. up. One oh, for no. the. Oh, yeah. You guys are fucked. Oh, I, 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 one, <laughs> I didn't even realize you directed this. I've got one for this week and one for next week oh, that are Christmas no. related that are. You're just going to have to take stabs in the dark because if you get this right or if you've seen the movie, <laughs> kudos for you. The one that I'm going to do this week on IMDb got a 6.6. The one next week got a 6.5. This week's the 1995 classic, Home for the Holidays. Now you're saying, well, no, I've never seen that movie. That's okay. <laughs> Nobody has. <laughs> it was directed by Jodie Foster. Oh, and it also starred Holly Hunter, Robert Downey Jr., and Claire Danes. Who was in it? Was it Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney? Ben, you I have to go. Ben, yeah, you Dylan, go first. Dylan McDermott. Noel? 
I'm going to go with Dylan McDermott as well, just because I was going to go with Dermot Moroney until you said how old it was, and for some reason that changed my mind. I don't know. No, both right. Home <laughs> Yay. That everybody watched is at Christmas stars Dylan McDermott as <laughs> character Leo Fish. I'm not making this up, people. Google it. Well, so he has to be a douchebag, right? Like that's—he seems like he'd be the douchebag in a Christmas movie. Uh, you know what? I actually almost picked Noel, Dylan McDermott back. I believe in—I have to look back at his filmography here because it's fairly extensive. He has it sixty-two is. credits. There was one here where where was it? It was ah, uh, here it is. It's a video short back in twenty ten called "The Douche," where he plays John <laughs> Douche. Or, <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's Although a better the accent's over the fast. E, so I'm guessing they meant douche, but even still, it's you know, <laughs> it is what it is. So take it with a grain of salt. So congratulations, uh, be, both. Be, of before you. we move on from that segment, I must have, and I should probably take this offline, but I'm not going to. Have you discussed with lawyers about putting the patent on uh, this game? Because clearly, it's going to take off if any of the networks get a hold of it. Uh, I would it it probably. I, I was going to say, I bet SNL probably already has that, but you know. <laughs> Lauren Michaels is a is a is a wiener. I'll just beat him up and steal the rights. So yeah, no, I I think that's a great idea, Ben. So for all of you listening, I now own the rights to Dylan McDermott versus Joe <laughs> Maroney. As of uh, what day is it? It's December fifth at eight twenty seven p.m. Denver time. So suck it, my shit now. All right, let's um let's go on to the recap. Now, since we only have two games this week, and since Ben, you were in one of those games. I will take the five-second chug versus the Littleton Spartans. And, Noel, if you don't mind, take the second one. So let's look at Molly's domination of Brandon. Two seven-and-five teams coming into the first playoff week. Actually, let's talk about the other two games. Noel, congratulations on beating nobody. And, Vanessa, congratulations <laughs> beating nobody. Let's get back to the actual recaps. So Molly dominated even in a um, – you know, as we get towards the end of the regular season for the actual NFL, sometimes – Teams do weird things like fire head coaches or bench players or who knows. So Molly having a score of 216 this late in the season, especially with a 7-5 and five team, is pretty damn impressive. And let's look at how she did it. So number one in the quarterback slot, Kirk Cousin dominated Jameis Winston. She had uh, 26 points from him. Brandon only had 16. Not good because Jameis was projected 30. He certainly underperformed for her. In the RB1 slot, We well, it's the only RB slot, um, Ezekiel Elliott got 34 points, which is almost exactly what he was projected to get. Todd Gurley kind of started to pick up his pace a little bit with 30 points. He has not been, I think, what Brandon wanted him to be this year what he paid $48 for this year because he's been getting 20 points a week. That's like good tight end position, not what should have been elite running back position. So 30 points was good. They were not enough to keep Brandon in the race. In the wide receiver position, this is where Brandon dominated. In Knowles Bain this year, Allen Robinson the <laughs> second, um, 31 points. Certainly did quite well for him and outpaced Molly's Stefan Diggs, who had a surprisingly low week. 14 points. He's been averaging 24, so quite quite a drop there for him. Now, in the tight end position, we have these two no-names that actually did fairly well for tight ends. Mike Gizeki. Am I saying that right, Noel? We have no idea. Okay, wonderful. And Dallas Go Godert? Godert? <laughs> Godert? Godert. 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 
Mr. Frenchie, ooh la la, garage, wow. Um, so, yeah, he got 19 points for Brandon. Pretty good for a tight end that nobody's heard of. But Mike Gazeki got – or Kasiki? Jizzy? Jizzy? Jizeki? Got 26 points. So he obviously did better for Molly. And Jizzy. I don't know. Look at his picture, Ben, and tell me that's not Mike Jizzy right there. He's just looking at me like, yep, Jizz is my name. Don't wear it out. Uh, in the flex one spot, Molly's uh, Leonard Fournette got 26 points, underperforming his projections of 32, but it beat out Michael Thomas, who, wow, what a low point game for him. He is the number one wide receiver in the Mile High Champions League, averaging 35 points a game. So to get 15 is an abomination. It's actually his worst performance of the year so far, which came at a terrible time for Brandon. Even if he had performed up to expectations, he would have needed support from other players on his team to surpass a 216-point score. But that kind of drop-off from Michael Thomas really, really hurt Brandon here. And the flex, too, Molly had Devontae Parker. Um, She started two – yeah, wow. Good playing Molly because she started two players from the Miami Dolphins (laughs) to play – in fantasy football and combined, they got her 80 points this week. So brilliant play by Molly by starting Devontae Parker here because he was not, you know, he's been okay. He's in the top 20 type guy, so he deserves a flex spot. But, boy, he, I would say that these two, Gazeki or Jizzy, as Ben likes to call him, and Parker actually won the game <laughs> for her. <laughs> Getting 80 points is, is over a third of her points from these two guys. So, Thank you, Miami Dolphins, for Molly because apparently they really did. They did really well for her. Not that you know Brandon's flex too did poorly. Josh Jacobs got twenty four points, not bad, but he was projected twenty eight. Has been averaging twenty six, so kind of in line, but again, a little bit of an underperformance there. The defenses is completely uh, off kilter here, where the Eagles got four and the Bengals. Yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals got twenty points. That was a bold move, Cotton. And their first win of the season. Their first win of the season, (laughs) and they are the third worst defense. Going into this week, having scored 20 points, I have to imagine they were at best the third worst defense in the NFL. They They could have been second or first. So bold move, Brandon. It paid off, but unfortunately wasn't enough, again, to boost you above Molly's score here. Um, Molly's... Molly's special teams absolutely crushed it. 32 points from her kicker and punter. She stole Will Lutz from me. That's probably why my season sucked. Let's just go with that. <laughs> Will Lutz was on my team. Let's go with that. My explanation. Uh, yeah, beautiful. Uh, and then Brett Maher, as uh, he's known in <laughs> whatever reason, uh, got Brandon a big fat goose egg, which is weird because maybe it's just the curse of Dallas. We were talking right before the show came on. Dallas is like – trying to lose now to get rid of Jason Garrett. I don't know. It's weird. I saw an interesting stat over Thanksgiving, uh, which, by the way, happy thanks post-Thanksgiving to everyone. Um, he is the only coach. He's one of four coaches that's been around since 2011, but is the only one that has yet to go to a Super Bowl. So I would not be surprised if he's packing his bags in Dallas next year. But at any rate, uh, Mr. Tressway then put 10 points up for Brandon, and that made their scores 216 to 165. So congratulations, Molly. You go on to round two. And, Brandon, I'm sorry you go to the consolation bracket within the playoffs or the winner's circle so you compete for fifth place there. So congratulations, Molly. 
Noel, if you don't mind, please take it away to our second first round game, Ben versus Larson. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's also worth noting that Brandon gets the not coveted EBT award. That's true. That's true. He would have won against anyone except for Molly this week with a score of 165.7 as Larson beat Ben with a score of 162.5 to 138. And Ben, let's just get to your team first. Get this out of the way. Let's do it. Oh, it's just like looking at what you had in your bench versus what you had in your roster, like your starters. It makes perfect sense because why on earth would you start Balt or Fort Niners defense against Baltimore's crazy offense and Lamar Jackson when you also have the Panthers defense coming against the horrible Washington offense? And yet the 49ers defense scored more points somehow in in route to getting, uh, well, the Panthers, that is, getting Ron Rivera fired. So there's that. Carson Wentz had, had the best just day for you, Ben, 34.6 points. But from there, just everyone basically either underperformed or really underperformed. Le'Veon Bell, only 17 points. Mike Evans, another down week where, you know, as I said, he's been kind of boomer bust, but he's more often boom. He was bust 14 points. Nick O'Leary, which, man, I think everyone can agree this season that tight ends have been just hard to come by, and that's why, Ben, you had to go with Nick O'Leary. That was Um, a late scratch for me, and uh, there wasn't much available. There was a little bit of a late... uh, Very understandable. (laughs) And, you know, you never know with tight ends. Uh, And with uh, Big Dick Nick was back and had a bad game. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins... 22.2 22.2 points isn't bad, but Ben, you needed someone to have a great game, and no one really did it. Tyler Boyd, good game. Panthers defense, as we said, not good. Harrison Butker, the butt licker, who is the AFC Special Teams Player of the Month. 10 points for you. Uh, Matt Hack, not a good game. And then to the victor, Larson, Lamar Jackson had a relatively pedestrian game for him, 39.8 points. Alvin Kamara, 20 points, down game for him. John Brown, 14.2 points, down point, down game for him. Greg Olson, just horrible to the point where uh, he is now on the waiver wire. Melvin Gordon, decent game, 23 points. D.D. Westbrook, huge game. Wasn't he the one who was in Pittsburgh to start the year and got let go and is back in Jacksonville? We'll look that up. Uh, yes. Jets defense, which would made sense to start, 8.5 points. Michael Badgley, the money badger. Or Vadger, if you will, nine points, and <laughs> Sam <won't>. Martin, <laughs> big game from a punter, twelve points. So enough to get uh, Larson in the next round. And Ben, just as I said, you had the one good performance, and everyone else just said "fuck you," Ben. It uh, was the the it was pretty much a, a down slope for the last uh, three or four games for me. But cheers which, to uh, cheers to Larson. I wish him the best of luck. At, him and I uh, know the snake bite all too well. It's true. So, my apologies, Ben. Congratulations, Larson. And, uh, oop, my computer froze. Are we on to the previews now, or are we doing something in between, Mike? Oh, God. We are going on to the previews. Um, nothing in between here. Since there's no bye weeks. There's nothing else. But I do have a thing to fuck with your worlds. Um, I want you, if you look at the uh, sheet that we all referenced before we do our production here, given the holiday season, I would like you to use 
since there are four teams playing here, you can pick one of technically ten here, which I'll go through, one of Santa's reindeers. You have to relate one of the players to Santa's reindeer. So you have the cheat sheet there. But for our listeners, I'm and I don't remember where I found this, but I'm going to go through each reindeer and their requisite, what they're most known for, and then some like unique thing about them, like what they like. So here's Dasher. You know, you know, Mike, I don't know how to interrupt, but you know Dungeons and Drag- Dragons? This is pretty much the equivalent. Nice. You, you get points with certain uh, reindeer. I'm just making shit up. I don't fucking know. Okay, that works. Um, so, if yeah, the, the more creative we are, the more points you get. And if the less creative <laughs> you are, the quicker the troll monster will eat you. Okay. Beat first. The uh, All right, so Dasher. And I'm going to go in order. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. There's Rudolph, which everyone knows. And one that I didn't know. His name is Olive, or her name. Oh, her name is Olive. And we'll get to her special, unique talents in a bit. But Dasher loves to go fast. And loves sewing. So if you can build that in there, good for you. Dancer is completely extroverted. (laughs) Right? Didn't know that. And also loves all kind of dance. No shit. Uh, Prancer (laughs) is a bit vain, though affectionate. And loves prancing. No shit again. Who made this list? (laughs) Vixen is slightly tricky. Mm -hmm. And loves vixing. And loves magic. Comet <laughs> is handsome and easygoing. We're looking at a Tom Brady type there. Good with and kids. good with kids. Not no, Tom Brady not right there. <laughs> um, so we're, next is Cupid, who's affectionate. Aww. And loves to bring people together. Wow, these make a lot of sense. Donner is loud and loves singing. Blitzen is fast as a bolt. Whoa. And can electrify others, like Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> and then you have Rudolph. <laughs> Um, who's a little down on himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> and whose nose glows. So if you have any players that nose glows, relate them to Rudolph. Okay. And then there's Olive, who admits when she's wrong. How nice. And is, is good is at just hiding. a sexist comment? <laughs> a little bit. The one woman. Oh, she's a bitch. She knows when she's wrong. I know your place. Um, yeah, she's good at hide-and-go-seek. So if you know enough about an NFL wow. player to know they're good at hide-and-go-seek, use Olive. All right, let's um, let's go into the first one. Since I've thrown this massive curveball at you, Ben, I want you to go first, if you don't mind. Let's go to the first game, which would be Molly's versus Noel. <laughs> There's only four four teams left. It shouldn't be that hard, Michael. Yeah, well, and I had your sister. Actually, two of them are your sister. What the fuck? Did you mean Courtney? No, Molly. Courtney. No, Molly. Courtney? Molly. 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 Josh. Josh. <laughs> Jolly. Anyway. You no dancer. Anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> so, no. Uh, this is already off to a start. Um, but we have a slightly underperforming Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, for Molly at 22 points. Um, backing up, though, uh, congratulations you both. Uh, one round away from the, the championship game. Uh, M- Molly had a, a late surge, obviously, as Mike pointed to. So congratulations to her. Uh, it's going to be tough. Noel has one loss in the entire season, projected to win right now. But that being said, projected to only win by 25 points, or excuse me, five points. 
uh, as Molly has projected 177 to Knowles 182. So obviously anyone's match. Uh, looking at the broader picture, uh, pretty even on the the quarterback scheme, Kirk Cousins versus Kyler Murray. Really anyone's game. They're both playing pretty me- mediocre teams. Ezekiel uh, Elliott, right now there's still a qu- quarter left, 22 points. Might, might hit that projection of 30.3. Uh, wouldn't take much. Uh, Chicago losing that game at present. Uh, Devlin Cook uh, just obviously lighting up for Noel all season. Projected thirty six point seven points. Uh, Stefan Diggs uh, don't know what you're gonna get. Kind of boom robust, but projected at twenty against a, a, a okay Detroit defense. We'll see what which Molly gets it there. Uh, Mike, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Jacecki. Well, we'll we'll be playing uh, the New York Jets. So, thirteen point four points projected could be a good game for him uh, versus uh, Darren Waller. Uh, projected to get twenty points. Uh, pretty much going down Noel's list. Uh, Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake, projected in mid twenties. Uh, this is this is the story of Noel's team. Even looking at his bench, he's got people projected 21 points, Keenan Allen. I mean, when you're putting that kind of talent on your bench, you know your team is pretty solid. So uh, it's going to be tough to beat. Uh, but Leonard Fournette, 34 points. Uh, Devontae Parker um, playing again in New, uh, New York Jets. So Molly hoping to get another wonderful performance out of those uh, Miami players. And the Eagles are playing the lowly New York Giants. Will Lutz will hope to kick a few comets against the San Francisco. <laughs> oh, 49ers. good job, Ben. Good <laughs> job because he is good with kids. Very well done. <laughs> and he's loud. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as uh, we hope, I'm sure Noah will be hoping that he doesn't get uh, blitzened by Molly this week. But I to call it, it I I don't know. This is one of the closest games I've seen all season, which makes sense. Uh, we have the best of the best of the last four. Um, I don't know. I I, just, I I I it is super close. I and I but I think Molly's kind of burned out her her luck uh, near the end of the season. Noel is just Noel is Noel, and I have to give this one to to Noel in my prediction. Uh, so good luck to you both. Uh, I do not play favorites in this one, so go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. All right, everyone, go fuck yourselves. Okay, let's go on to um, Noel, if you don't mind, the Parker Rams versus the Highlands Ranch Buffaloes. And I'm not going to be cruel, so if you want to say that somebody else on this team is good with kids and you know really reflect, reflects Comet's personality, please do so. Um, but yeah, please go ahead and take whatever reindeer you'd like, including olive, which is a thing apparently. Apparently. So this game right now is Vanessa's to lose, which is not surprising because I think as we've all agreed before, Vanessa might have the most dangerous team in our league. Just so much firepower. Deshaun Watson, Christian McCaffrey, who, uh, is as fast as a comet. (laughs) What is this thing on? Okay. Um, (laughs) No, good it's job, not. Just... He's also good with kids. Wow. Oh, good great. job. Um, so in the Cooper Cup, who I think he's really kind of had some weird weeks recently, but I think 
He's, he's got to have a big week this week because they need this win against Seattle. Mark Andrews, who has we said has just been, I think both Graziano sisters have had some just tremendous pickups or draft picks that's like, hmm, is that guy going to be any good? Yeah, he's actually amazing, so fuck you. Uh, so that, that's great there. Chris Carson, we'll see. In the game against Baltimore, the Rams defense didn't look like they'd stop anybody, but last week they came to play. So, again, big game, might shut him down. Who knows? Alshon Jeffrey for the Eagles going against a already bad, but now uh, depleted by injury, New York Giants pass defense. So, 19.3 points could be a low-end projection there. Rams defense, that's where it comes in. If Chris Carson has a great game, uh, sorry, if Chris Carson has a great game, Rams defense has a worse game. So that could be potentially problematic, but and we'll see. Steven Hauschka has had a pretty under-the-radar but good season for Vanessa so far this year. And she's also got the one, the only, the Wadman punting the ball. And the Wadman is a threat to Wad every time he gets on the field. Whatever the fuck that means. Right, 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 right. And from there... We go to Lamar Jackson, who will be hoping to blitzen his teammates against the Baltimore, sorry, Buffalo Bills defense. And 35.2 points, uh, Mike, back me up on this. Might be a little bit low projection for him in any week against any team, just because, especially in our league with the points you get for a running quarterback. And, yeah, he's been averaging 43. Yeah, might be kind of low. Alvin Kamara, who had a down week last week against a tough San Francisco uh, defensive front, 29 points. That might be tough to get to. John Brown had a relatively down game for him last week. Going against a tough Baltimore defense. Eh, might be a rough one again. Tyler Higby, who, uh, Ben, this is another thing where it's you've been continually fucked the tight end position. So the tight end that you played uh, last week and the week before, I believe, or so week before last, Gerald Everett got hurt. In comes Tyler Higby who had 100 yards in the first half of the game last Sunday. <laughs> yep. So, uh, obviously, Larson would like a repeat performance of that. Probably unlikely Melvin Gordon against a pretty okay Jacksonville run defense, 25.2 points. Pretty good projection there. Robbie Anderson has been just hit or miss all season. You talk about boomer bust. This is either huge or nothing, and been mostly nothing. So that could be kind of a rough one there, but... As we say, uh, fantasy fortune favors the bold. So that's a bold pick there. Packers defense against a, as I said, struggling Washington offense. No kicker um, is a bold play as well. Sam well so Martin, is a, so is three defenses on your team. <laughs> true. Um, but he's, I wanted to pick him up today. Alexander Madison is on his bench. And the closer it gets to the game on Sunday, it's, I'm, more and more worried that maybe Dalvin Cook won't play, and if he doesn't, Madison could be just a huge stash there, which I would imagine he might flip up in for Robbie Anderson and probably drop one of those defenses, Ben, um, <laughs> to get a kicker because he is going to need all the help he can get against Vanessa this week. Um, Larson, I'd like to see you get the win here just because you've managed your roster so well, not just this season, but every season through all of the, just the being snake bitten by injury. It'd be cool to see you move on here. I just think Vanessa is, in my mind, the team to beat in the league. She just has yeah. just so much yeah. just upfront firepower. I, I just want to point out that she's 
her bench is projected at 90 points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. I mean, Cobb only has two points in the game, but that, regardless. But yeah, the other It's on her bench. Yeah. So she, she, made a, she made a good decision. Yeah, I'm just going to bench Julio Jones because I've got a better lineup. That's yeah. a nice thing to be able to say. <laughs> oh, Russell Wilson, he sucks. Emmanuel yeah. Sanders, screw that guy. <laughs> That's pretty but awesome. That's, uh, I don't know how the hell you did this. Congratulations. Indeed. <laughs> ho, 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 it's bad. You know who else is good at magic? Uh, Vixen, you're welcome. Uh, you know who else is good at hide-and-go-seek? Olive, you're welcome. Um, who's good with children? Uh, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey and Comet <laughs> and Will Lutz. A lot of people are really good with children. It's got uh, weird. You know whose nose glows? Matt Prater. Um, <laughs> that's an alcoholic joke. Let me just take sure it from my bourbon. That's <laughs> a good Broncos inside joke. <laughs> that's right. Woo! I'm full of them. All right. Let's, uh, and I'm full of it, too. So thank you, guys. Good good reviews. Reviews. That's how you say English words. Um, thank you. I really appreciate that. Let's uh, wrap up with the poll and get the fuck out of here. So these last couple polls are going to be fairly easy and self-explanatory. I'm just curious who of the last four you think is going to win. So we got these four teams, Five Second Chug, Town Warriors, Parker Rams, Highlands Ranch Buffaloes. Go on and vote. Have some fun. Gentlemen, that is it. We are at the end of our podcast for this week. It's going to be a short one because there just ain't a whole lot to talk about besides reindeer. So let's uh, wrap it up. Gentlemen, is there anything else you would like to add to tonight's podcast? I still hate fantasy football. (laughs) You love it, you rebel scum. It's true. That's all I have. (laughs) Okay, good. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to say it every week because I sincerely mean it. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you for being on the podcast. I very much appreciate it. Thank you for our listeners who take the time to listen to the three of us just say utter garbage, really. And I really appreciate your time. So, gentlemen, thank you again. Good luck to the remaining four this week. And, Noel, please send us out. Whatever. Good night.